This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, back to school tips and remembering your pet in a special way. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Email us at doggydivashow at aol.com. That's D-O-G-G-Y. D-I-V-A show at AOL.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose, your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. We are here with Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitting. Some people are physically going back to school. Some are doing still online training. But can you share some helpful back-to-school tips with us? Absolutely. So, yes, back-to-school this year is going to be entirely (laughs) different for everybody all over the U.S., um, you know, there's different policies and procedures and, you know, different options for parents to choose. Um, however, I know that from personal experience in my office and just friends alone that, and this is amazing because this time of the year where they always do like clear the shelters and all these great things. But I know so many friends and people that have come into the office that, you know, when all of us have been at home and quarantined, so many have welcomed new pets into their household, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. I love it. Mm -hmm. That's the upside of this. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But now that, you know, some areas and some states and some um, families, you know, they have been home for a while and the pets have gotten kind of used to entering a home that had, you know, people around to take them out all the time. They were home. They weren't, you know, 
at work all day or at school all day, or maybe they were working from home. And some of us are now at a point where we're going back into the office or we're going back into school with the kids. Um, so then, you know, of course, adhering to a new environment is one thing, but adhering to a whole new schedule is a whole nother for pets. Pets crave that consistency. And sometimes, you know, even the slightest changes as far as, you know, somebody not being home as often, especially when it comes to kids, because let's be honest, if you have kids in your house, these pets are getting a lot of love and attention <laughs> from all of those kiddos. <laughs> um, that can be a huge adjustment for our furry friends. And sometimes the adjustments go fine, but other times you can start getting into issues such as separation anxieties and just simply, you know, um, not being able to um, be on a regular schedule with um, going to the bathroom and with eating and, you know, just, you know, just a little bit of anxiety sets in sometimes with them when uh, things change up. So I wanted to give everybody a couple tips. To make that transition smooth. So if you're heading back to school with the kids or if you're heading back into work, some things that you can do. Um, and number one on my list, just because, as you all know, you know, being a pet sitter, pet sitters provide such a great service. And right now, so many have been out of work for such a long time that if your family can afford it and if you um, have your pets at home, I always recommend, you know, if you're going back and can't be there, get a pet sitter for your pet. Very have important. somebody, yep. um, you know, that are even, uh, you know, even if you don't have a pet sitter or don't feel comfortable, a loved one that could maybe, you know, use a little bit of work right now or, you know, some have somebody that your pet can trust and have it be the same person all the time. So it's not, you know, different familiar stuff, but having a professional as opposed to, you know, somebody who does that on the side, there's huge differences in that. And that's, you know, a whole topic for another day. But just really consider having somebody come over on a regular basis to give your pet some exercise, give them that energy release, um, let them go out and go to the bathroom, give them some treats and some love. Um, because if they're paying attention to what's going on in that moment, they're not paying attention to the fact that you're not there. And then anxiety isn't setting in as much. Another great thing to do is pets can sometimes be triggered as far as separation anxiety by the things that we do every day in and every day out before we get ready to leave. So things like putting our shoes on or grabbing our keys, things just as simple as, you know, oh, goodbye, we don't, we'll miss you, giving them lots of little love before you leave. Well, you know, they get excited and they crave that attention, but then as soon as they get it, you go. So then anxiety can set in. Anxiety is such a trigger. Absolutely. And some of the things that you can do as far as disabling that trigger in the pet's mind is, um, you know, they talk about anti-anxiety things for pets with um, social anxiety and also, you know, anxiety when the pet owner leaves is those cues and those triggers that we have are things like um, picking up the keys when you're not leaving the house or putting your shoes on when you're not leaving the house. Things that you would normally do that would set off that separation anxiety or set off that trigger. If you do those at separate times when you're not actually leaving, then they get that out of their head that that's the cue to 
oh my gosh, they're leaving. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? And the anxiety kind of sets in. So switching that up a bit and doing those things and not leaving the home can actually help you behaviorally correct the issue. Um, Another thing is too, when you leave the house, don't make it, you know, a big deal. Um, Don't, oh my gosh, you know, we'll make you guys be good, you know, extra love and attention. Because then when you leave, they're like, oh, oh my gosh, what just happened? Like, <laughs> I want more of that. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Um, so if, yeah, so if you leave calmly and um, leave them with something that they only get when they're home alone. Something that they really like, something special. So like they have those Kong toys, um, anything your pet really likes, get them a special one of that. Um, a special treat, a special ball. Um, something that can take them time. They have those, you know, doggy puzzle games that have the treats inside of them. They have like the little, they're called snuffle mats and they're little mats that you hide food in and it's got little flaps in the fabric that they can dig around in like for the smaller breeds like them a lot. Yes. But they have all these fun little things that take time and when they're reward oriented, um, meaning that they get a piece of food or a piece of treat or something stuck in there when they find it, then that becomes their mission. And they're not thinking, oh my gosh, where did they go? They're thinking, I really want that piece of carrot tucked in that flap. <laughs> so their mind is on other things than you leaving. It's almost like rewiring their mind. You're redirecting them from your being their focus of attention to, oh, this treats the focus of my attention. Absolutely. Any other things you can think of to help us prepare for whether we're going back to school physically or this online school, whatever direction we're going in in the country? Well, you know, if we are going back to school, and even if your child is not, but kids in your area are, um, if that is an option, always remember that, you know, that means kids walking to the school buses, um, school buses being around, um, you know, people out in the neighborhood, especially if you're close to a school bus, mm-hmm. um, kids walking home to and from. So, you know, be cautious because there could be a lot more activity in your area. You know, with people being home and quarantining, you know, yes, kids do spend a lot of outside time, I've noticed right now, because there's not a lot for them to go and do. However, they're not necessarily, you know, around the blocks or, you know, like traveling to friends because we're trying to, you know, stay at home and be safe. So kids, you know, in the past have normally, you know, what I've seen, at least in our family and our friends, Um, you know, they've stayed to a small section and area, but when you go back to school, you have kids from all over that neighborhood, you know, coming together to catch a school bus or, you know what I mean? To be picked up. So your pet may not be used to, you know, a variety of people coming, you know, walking in front of the house every morning or, you know, being outside the house to pick up for school. So just being cautious of that. When you walk your dog, there may be more people, you know, just not necessarily just only out front of your house, but like on your walk. So if you normally walk your pet in the morning and there's not a lot of foot traffic, there may be increased foot traffic. And some pets, you know, people, not everybody in the world has kids and not all pets have been around kids and kids are loud. They're fast. um, They're little. (laughs) (laughs) So for some pets who are not used to having 
kids around, that can be a whole new, you know, anxiety <laughs> thing as well. So definitely, you know, if you are by a bus stop and your pets are not used to children, um, you know, if you can maybe adjust your walking times um, or kind of keep them occupied during that area or that during that time frame in that area, if you think that that may trigger some anxiety issues, um, but it's also a good way to work with your pet and slowly, you know what I mean? If you're walking and some kids are walking by, of course, until that pet is comfortable, you know, I know always, you know, go to the other side of the road, whatever, but it's a good way to, you know, teach your pet how to, you know, do a sit, do a stay, wait till they pass by, you know, without a pet barking or having issues. It can be a great training obstacle for your pet to overcome and for you to work with. Um, doing things like putting them into a sit and, you know, keeping that sit and holding that stay until somebody's passed by without breaking it and barking. That's a great training technique that works well with so many situations. Um, so that's something that you can definitely work with your pet on if more people are out on the road, but it's really just, you know, the general changes in the schedule and then also the activity level in your neighborhood is what's going to trigger those anxieties for your pet. Well, as always, you gave us great tips. Of course, in this new world we're in right now, we're going to have to see where we go back to school. But whether you're doing it online, whether you're, your kids are at home um, or they're going to school or just outside, this is great information to help our pets to sort of acclimate to a, a new time when they may not be getting all the attention that they've normally been getting over the past few months. So I thank you, Monica. This is great information. We'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Have a great week. You too. We'll be back in just a minute, everyone. Hello, everyone. Susan Maria Miss Olive here to announce the release of the second book in the Doggy Diva Diary series, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Friends, a story about Miss Olive's encounters with bullying at a dog park and how she learns a life lesson. Please check out the original award-winning book, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home, which is a story about adoption and rescue. Both books are available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, and please visit TheDoggyDiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, a special way to remember your pet who's crossed over the Rainbow Bridge. Stay with us. Corpchak, his coat is very thick. He's an Akita, German Shepherd, Lab, Husky mix. Harold, the Border Collie Pit mix, has the most beautiful jet black coat. Stuart, my rat carrier, has fur now where he never had it before. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite will give them a beautiful, lustrous coat. It will make you smile. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Cuddle clones make custom soft plush versions of furry family members by hand. You can turn any animal that you love into a custom plush animal, slippers, golf covers, and more. Cuddle clones fully customizes features of dogs, cats, horses, well, 
most anything. And now you can also order a custom print face mask, very important in these times. And all the while you're purchasing, you're paying it forward to shelter animals in need. So with us today is the founder and chief cloning officer of Cuddle Clones, Jennifer Williams. Welcome, Jennifer. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Now, First and foremost, Cuddle Clones are so realistic looking. What was your inspiration in creating them? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it goes back pretty far, but uh, at the time I had a great Dane named Rufus, and he was Harlequin, so, you know, white with black patches. He actually had two different color eyes. And one day I was just kind of laying on him, and I thought, oh my gosh, it would be so neat to have a stuffed animal that looked just like him. And he was so unique looking that, you know, that's not something I could find at a Walmart or a store or whatever. And so I ended up looking for if that solution existed and it didn't really. And what was interesting is I was in an MBA program at the University of Louisville that was focused on entrepreneurship. And I presented the idea of making a stuffed animal of someone's pet uh, in the class. And it became our school class project uh, for two years. And now it's a thriving business. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. And for those listeners that may not be familiar, what is a cuddle clone? So a cuddle clone is a plush replica of your pet, and it is 100% custom. So what we do is we get pictures of your pet, and we get all of your special notes and things like, oh, her left ear was always slightly bent forward, you know, things like that, or she has a scar in her belly. And we make the stuffed animal handmade, um, custom, and we use you know, techniques like airbrushing to get, you know, the gray around the face um, or, you know, for like a pug and the wrinkles, we're doing special stitching and all kinds of stuff. So that's what a cuddle clone is. And then the offshoots, like you said, we have the slippers and the golf club head covers. And around the holidays, we also have a holiday stocking where your pet's head is kind of over the little boot, which is super cute. (laughs) And you know what I want to ask, what are they made up? You talked about how you air brush things on I mean they're so realistic looking you you in your uh, gallery you have the actual pet itself next to the cuddle clone what is it that you use what's the material and how does it get to be so real looking yeah, they're actually uh, made out of synthetic uh, plush materials, so typically polyester. Um, and what we do is we use a lot of white to begin with. And most of the sort of detail and the sole comes from the airbrushing techniques. Um, but, you know, they all seem to have have a personality as well. You know, even though they're realistic, they've still got that super cute huggable factor as well. I love that. And what is the process? How do we get them to, if you want something custom, things like I saw, I think it was a bulldog that had its legs sticking. Obviously it sits there with its (laughs) legs sticking out to the side and the picture and the the cuddle clone exactly alike, you know, with the the little look on the face or the little tongue (laughs) hanging out. How do we go about making sure that, that that happens? 
Yes. So the first step is on our website, and it's cuddleclones.com. You create a pet profile. So that's where you're giving us, you know, the name, the species, the breed. You're uploading, I think it's like 12 or 13 pictures if you'd like. You know, we'll work with anything. So even if you don't have, you know, that many pictures, we can work with whatever you have, especially for, you know, dogs in the past in your life that are gone now. Um, But what you do is you tell us the all the distinguishing characteristics. So that's where you're kind of putting in your notes of like, oh, she always sat in this special way. Please make her cuddle cone like that. Um, And then for the product specific questions, we do have the choice of whether you want the mouth closed or the mouth open with the tongue hanging out, you know, kind of the smiling version, or in certain circumstances, the mouth closed with the tongue hanging out to the side. So typically, whatever you choose, you know, we'll see from your pictures, you know, how what you're what you mean by that. And then there's just kind of an open notes field where you can tell us, you know, special conditions or special positions, because given that they're all made, you know, one at a time, we can pretty much accommodate any position you want your cuddle clone to be in. And you do, you have them in all sorts of, they're laying down, standing, um, (laughs) sitting down, the legs out. Now for someone who's ordering, what is, what's the average turnaround time? Because not only are these great to make for your, to have made for yourself with an an image of your pet, this is a gift idea. This is something that you're going, what could I possibly get so-and-so? They have everything. And then you go, "Uh uh-uh, no, they don't. I got (laughs) one for you. And this would be perfect. What's the turnaround time if someone's looking to do this for a specific date or the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. They make awesome gifts. Um, So typical, what we state on our website is seven to eight weeks. We're running a little bit faster than that right now. Um, But if you need it faster, we have two, four and six week rush guarantee um, extra fees if you want to pay that. So it kind of runs the spectrum of of how fast you want to get it. Oh, that's great. In September, there is a holiday. It's the National Pet Memorial Day. And that's when we remember our pets who have passed over in ways that are special to us and would we be special to them. Or if you're getting, again, as a gift, something that would be memorializing someone's pet. And what better way to do this than with the cuddle clone? But what I want to ask you, is there a way to even take it a step further to have the cremains in there? Actually, yes. And that was very early on. Our customers told us, you know, this is what they wanted. So what we have is we offer the option for adding a zipper pouch. Uh, and it's in the belly of the cuddle clone. And so it's, it's it's kind of a discreet little zipper pouch. And you can put anything you want in there. You know, memorials, ashes, pictures, you know. some A lot of kids sometimes will put secret treasures in there as well. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> um you know, it, and I just think it'd be perfect for that day because people are always wondering, what could I do? And this is like perfect because it's something that you'll not only have your animal looking exactly like, but you'll have a part of the animal there within it. We touched upon this briefly. You have many other products in addition to the custom plush. Can you just share some of them with us? I think you even have jewelry. And I love the fact you have the masks. So let's get into the masks too. Yeah. Um, so on the figurine and jewelry side, we actually use sandstone 3D printers um, to actually create your pet in a model first in 3D and then print that. And it's really neat because the jewelry gets super small, but it's still exactly your pet. Um, and then we've got all kinds of um, sort of pet print products. So your mugs and your blankets and your phone cases that have your pet on it. You can pick different backgrounds for those like paws or hearts or things, cute sayings. 
Um, and then the, the bulk of the masks we added this year. So we actually have a generic cat mask that says, close your meowth. <laughs> and, and a dog mask that says, it's rough out here. And then, you know, if you want to get custom on the masks, we do that too. And it's, it's your pet. You submit a picture of your pet and we typically um, crop the face out and then we duplicate that face all over the mask. And so they're pretty cute. And you can also pick your background on those too. That's so cute. And one thing I want everyone to know is that a portion of all of the sales, so everything that you're purchasing does go towards homeless shelter animals. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. And, you know, most pet companies do. If you were a pet company that, you know, doesn't donate to some Mm -hmm. kind of pet cause, you're crazy. Um, So we do, um, yeah, a portion of every purchase goes to our different partners. And we actually pick different organizations to donate to every month. So if you do go on our blog, we'll list out like, hey, we donated to these 10 organizations in June or July. And so we typically do a post about that. And you can actually submit uh, a charity to our social media pages if you want them to be considered for one of our donations. That's so great. Very generous. And and we love uh, pay it forward products here on the show. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So where can the listeners go to learn more about cuddle clones place their order and i mean i think if they go to the website and look at the unique and very detailed way that you uh that the order process is done so and you can even i know in this day and age it's kind of I'm going to say something that's probably not many people do anymore, but you can actually talk to a person if you want to take it a step further with your customization or if there's a little bit of, if there's something you want. Is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah. We do have a phone number. We have a customer service team. Um, we're, we got a little behind in a few months, but I think we're caught up now. That's understandable. <laughs> um, with, well, yeah. <laughs> the world's a new place. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we have live chat as well. So you just go to our website, cuddleclones.com, or you can Google Cuddle Clones. Um, and we also have the, the typical social media pages as well. So Facebook, Instagram. I think we even have a TikTok account now ah. <laughs> with some cute videos. That's so cute. (laughs) Now, before we go, is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners? No, just that, you know, there's so many people in the world that that love pets and, and we love being a part of that. Yeah. And it's so great what you do, you know, not only do you pay it forward, but you're creating memories that I think that pet parents, they can't even imagine. And that's why it's really important mm. that they go to your page, cuddleclones.com, and just see what, what there is that's there. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Jennifer, for being on our show today and for sharing the amazing cuddle clones. I just love them. Uh, and to add to that, that you're paying forward uh, to animals in need with each one of our purchases makes that even more special. So for yeah. those of you that want, please go to cuddleclones.com to learn more and place your order. So Thank you so much for being our guest today. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks. We'll be back in just a moment. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. 
That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and The Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.